Your story is waiting for you today. Your story has something new to say. But your story will only come out to play when you're alone. Alone. Alone in a room with invisible people. The following episode may contain swearing. Alone in a Room with Invisible People is brought to you by hollyswritingclasses.com. If you find value in what we do and you'd like to support the podcast, go to coffee.com, that's K-O hyphen F-I.com forward slash alone, or you can go to alonewithinvisiblepeople.com forward slash support us to find out more. Thank you. Before we get to the podcast and the topic and all that, I just wanted to say, we we just wanted to say, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so happy Thanksgiving to all of our American USA folks. Yes. Yes. And Have a they, wonderful holiday. Yes. Hi, I'm Rebecca Gallardo, the host of Alone in a Room with Invisible People. I'm here today with author and teacher Holly Lyle. And today's topic is how to world build fast. <laughs> so we have done a 30-minute world building um, podcast episode in the past, which, you know, I'll link to in the comments. But this is fast. This is faster. That can be, you know, you can take as long as you want with building worlds. But this is kind of to show you that anybody can do it. Right, Holly? Exactly. Exactly. And, and we have... <clears throat> this is the one that we mentioned in two previous podcasts as yes. being this little freebie that I have um, on my World Building Clinic page where you just download the first chapter for free and it has the whole exercise in it uh, in a PDF form and you just and the worksheet and everything and you just do it there. We decided it might be helpful if you actually got to see how this works. Yeah, I, I kind of came up like the other the other day with the idea like well we we were talking about it but we kind of we we wanted to show people how how it went because it's just it it helps that's that's one of the things that you know I love about the courses um is that you're showing people how your brain works yeah so you guys are going to see us world build today yes yes so what we did was we both came up with one pre like ahead ahead of time so we we came up with one ahead of time um we are going to give each other prompts which apparently holly evil holly has already prepared hers <laughs> i thought we were just doing randos we've done one ahead of time and then we're going to do one each live based on a prompt from the other one and we have no idea what it is but i'm already slightly <sighs> wary um <laughs> So yeah, before we get into building the worlds, though, we're going to talk about what we did this week. So Holly, how was your week? I had a wonderful week. I had, it was, it was great. Um, because this week I finally got back to my revision hard. I came in, I came in big. I came in, I heavy, I brought the big guns and I was doing, I had scheduled myself for one hour each morning to work on the revision. And I went about four hours each morning, uh -huh. and I got a ton of stuff done on the revision of Dead Man's Party, and I'm so, so excited about what I got and how it's coming together. You're laughing. Yeah, yeah, I'm laughing because just the other week it was, uh, I'm going to go jump off a cliff. <laughs> 
Yeah, so yeah. the extremes. Oh, well, hey, it's revision, man. Revision yep. is the most brutal process on the planet if you're a writer. Yep. And you have these ups and you have these downs and you ha- you go through stuff and you think, how could I possibly have written this shit? And mm-hmm. I, you've, I've been doing this for, good God, si- professionally, I've been doing this since 1991. Um, but I've been doing it since seven years before that. And I still come across things where I think, what the hell was I thinking as I write, as I go through? It's just my mistakes are better mistakes, but they're still god awful. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, and you get those those lows, those you, just. <laughs> yes, those are inescapable. They happen to everybody. They happen to me, and uh, you just you kind of walk away. You catch your breath. You come back at it another day. And you see it with fresh eyes and you calm down and you go through. And, and if you let your subconscious mind think about it, it'll, it will wake you up some morning with, oh, I know what I can do with that dumbass thing you did. And I had a bunch of those. I had a bunch of those things. And it just, my, my right brain was throwing all this great stuff at me. And it fixed all the crap I had done to that point. Awesome. So, oh, yeah, it was a, it was a great writing week. And uh, I got the first lesson of version two of how to revise your novel done and put into the classroom and uploaded. And I had one person who found one typo, but so far that looks like about it. Um, oh, nice. And, yeah, and uh, I, this, this, was, this was hell lesson. And I was looking for ways to make it easier or less work. And the fact is it just, you just can't. The only thing that makes it less work is doing multiple revisions over multiple books and, and you, yeah. Yeah, not for the same one, but right. just time. Time right. and experience, yeah. And that's the only thing you can do is just make it more inspiring, I guess, would, would be <laughs> the best thing for, for people is just remember you can do this. Every couple of, of you know, <laughs> hours just have a little thing that has your voice saying, you got this. You got it. You, you know, pop this. up like you're like an alarm. <laughs> yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. I might, I might just put in a little cheerleading section voice tape in the background for that because yes, because oh my god, it is the first re- real revision you ever do, is just brutal. It took me seven years, and that's one of the things that I actually put in the lesson this time. I said, remember, my first one, my first successful successful revision took me seven years yours is probably gonna not take you anywhere near that long because what I have in here is all the stuff that I learned from those seven years and I I skipped you past all the stupid stuff that I did so you can just do the right stuff (laughs) and it won't take you seven years so what else did you do this week um that was I think I think that's pretty much it. I mean, you know, we painted. I got pictures of snow because uh, yes. it snowed. We had an icicle on the front of the house. That was so exciting. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's 21 degrees outside right now. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, my my week, um, not quite as, like, thrilling as yours. But, you know, Wednesday, by Wednesday, because um, I lost the first two days due to just regular freaking circumstances but I think it was Wednesday that I sat down to do tens with you Mm -hmm. and then um Thursday I had the psych appointment and then it's 
soon as I got home, I hopped on to Skype. Before I even put food away, I hopped on to Skype. And I was like, okay, I gotta take 10 minutes to do, you know, put put the food away because just had to pick up some food to eat because we need to eat to live. Yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but those two days plus uh, a little, I still even did a little bit um, this morning. I got the seven B's done. I started into the seven C's. I'm something like 20, uh, I think I'm 20 something scenes in. I think it's like 25 scenes and 25 props or something like that. Wow. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, um, I, apparently I don't use props all that much. Well, that's kind of genre, genre dependent. Well, it's not just that. It's just, I, I tend, and I'm not saying that it's a, a good thing because you would think with something like magic and the world that I'm in, that there would actually be quite a few props um i think it's also writer dependent yeah that's true because some people put these huge long paragraphs of what the world looks like every single scene what every single place looks like and i generally in my first draft people are just in a void (laughs) they're they're just walking around in the matrix area you know like in where neo is there and it's all great there's well, it's all white. It's all white, and there's nothing there. In you know, oh, I want guns, and then there's all these things. So they're in the void before anything is described. For the but most see, part, see, that's an important thing to find too. Oh well, I mean, I've done that with almost all of the books mm-hmm. that I've written. Is they're just in a void. So that's that's something that I've come to expect from my own work, which is fine because you can, as you do the revision, you learn what's important. Right, and then you can add that in. Yeah. Yeah, some yeah. people write really heavy and have things that they have to take out. I mm-hmm. invariably write very light and have to add 10 to 15, maybe sometimes 20,000 words. I've already added more than 20,000 words to this revision. Yeah. So so it's just it's it's very it tends to be writer dependent too. Very much. So speaking of my revision, uh and I mentioned this in the forums, by the time you get this it'll be, you know, like a week or two ago that I mentioned this in the forums, but the working title, The House on Andrews Ave, is currently in the revision form going to be the demo novel for how to revise your novel. So, yeah, um, I, I was very excited. Mom's original demo novel kind of, like, fell away. It kind of, you know, it was, it was somebody else's work, and it's not like you can force somebody to, to like, keep up with it and stuff both of my people dropped out on me yeah yeah and it's a very difficult course Uh so she was she's she is doing the dead man's party you've mentioned this before will will show up as your version of how to revise your novel once it's done yeah mine is the streamlined advanced novelist version of the course Yes. yes and mine is the not quite beginner, more, more, I guess like intermediate writer version mm-hmm. of it. But so you guys are going to get everything, all of my notes, everything that is going into the revision, any world building notes that I had to create because of the revision, everything that I am doing for the revision, you guys are going to get. And, um, not to, <laughs> Yeah, I had to I had to overcome some nerves for that because you you got to realize like first draft 
the 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 this kind of this is my motto that I got from from mom, but it's like literally my motto when I'm writing, is first gra- first draft is shit. Um, Holly created that in my brain too. <laughs> it's it's like she this is what she says. All first draft is shit. Don't worry about it. Just get through it. So that is my motto, and I also follow a lot of how she does things. So if I change something from that point on, I I act as if that change had been built in originally. So even though the first draft, the entire first draft novel is included, um, it's awful. (laughs) There are typos, misspellings, bad grammar. There's, there's people, you know, I I have found a theme of cats disappearing. (laughs) Literally just like every single cat that I have put in the goddamn book has just vanished after first mention. They <laughs> never appear again. And I'm like, is this my subconscious telling me this is the way that, you know, I wish cats were more, you know, less of a pain in the ass? <laughs> I, I don't know. I love my cats more than more than most things in life, but they can be a pain in the ass. <laughs> I have I had a, a completely alternate. When you told me about that, my reaction was there is something weird going on in that world that is disappearing those cats. <laughs> yeah, uh, I could see that, but no. Okay. <laughs> Just yeah, uh, but yeah. So there's a lot of shit wrong with this first draft. Yes. Oh, and and they also you also with this class. Just so you know, get my horrible first draft of Dead Man's yes. Party, yes. and and my complete um, revision notes and work through, which are going to be much much more sparse than Becky's because I do have the streamlined version. Uh, I will note that you do you'll get the first chapter of the finished version of each of these. But yeah. if you actually want to see how they turn out, you got to buy the books because yeah, you know. yeah, <laughs> and and they will be very 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 different. Oh, you know, God, than, yes. than the first draft. <laughs> okay, and the price for it right now, you're not going to get any lower than it is right now. It is set at uh, the kind of like where, you know, Holly is revising. It's It's got the that price right now. Once she is done, once the entire course is completely updated, the price will go up. And we don't know how long that's going to take. It just depends on how long... Um, Holly takes to update each each lesson. Yeah, this one but, took me three weeks, so this is not a fast process. No, yes. <laughs> Let's get into today's topic, which yes. is how to world build fast. All right, so Holly, take okay. it away. Haha. <laughs> um, the just the basic concept of this is that when you are building a small world, you start out only needing to know one tiny detail of that small world. And the first thing that the download gives you is a little exercise that puts you in a dark room and has you visualize just whatever it is that pops into your brain first. And so then that is the clue to your uh, the world that you're going to write. And this is there you will be amazed at what comes out of one tiny detail and you're going to get to see us do the first one of these we've kind of done them ahead and then the second one of these we're going to do live so you will see exactly how this process goes so with that said um whatever whatever you do you always use the first answer you get okay so um i'm going to give the first thing i got 
And the thing that popped into my mind was a 20-pound cheese wheel. Becca? <laughs> Good Lord. Yes. You do love your cheese, though. Oh, my God, I do. Uh, I think your muse was just hungry. <laughs> Mine was... It was really, really weird. It was just like uh, like a crate. And then the crate kind of disappeared while it was in... Because I had my eyes closed and I was just imagining something. And it was basically just a stack of frame. Frame things. Okay. And looking at it further, it was paintings... Old, old pictures like the daguerreotypes. The I forgot the the second one, but it's like an A word. It's amotypes or I don't know. Oh, that's way beyond what I know. About. Yeah, <laughs> and then there's like tin types and stuff like that. So, Ooh. yeah, that was that was what was there was just this this stack of antique pictures, antique pictures, but also current pictures and um, paintings. Oh wow! Oh, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, and and you you bet you that has so much more seeming potential than a twenty pound cheese wheel. Oh oh yeah yeah <laughs> I, I wrote it down as a stack of framed images from different eras, pre tin types, and post a couple of super old paintings too, like sixteen hundred plus old. Wow, all I have for my first thing is the twenty pound cheese wheel. Yeah. I had absolutely <laughs> nothing else to go on when it popped into my mind. It's like well. My right brain is not playing nice. No, your muse is a dick. My your muse, muse is does a dick. this a lot. Yeah, my muse last time told me the paint on the wall was of the room that I was yes. in was the thing. It was my my right brain is a complete and utter ass sometimes. Hence the wariness of you <laughs> and your things for my my thing. <laughs> oh, my live uh, one. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, so what you do next is you ask yourself some relevant questions about this thing that you got. These are always who, what, when, where, why, how questions, and they are specific to the item that you got. And I started, I have a list of these for you in the worksheet, uh, and you can pick from whichever one. You can fill them all out. Um, well, I just start by just answering one. Go ahead and read a couple of them. Okay. Some of the questions are, why does this blank in the room matter? How did this blank get here? What is unusual about this blank? And they go on from there. So the one I chose was, when did this blank appear and under what circumstances? And in my case, it was, when did this cheese wheel appear? <laughs> when did this cheese wheel appear? And under what circumstances? So that question presumes that there was a point where the cheese wheel was not there and then it appeared which is an interesting question in itself creating a little bit of conflict in the mind and my follow-up questions to this I said my answer was it dropped into the room in a beam of shimmering light my cheese wheel did that okay now understand I know nothing about this thing except that there's a cheese wheel and it appeared in some room somewhere in a beam of, of, of shimmering light. 
do you want to go with yours or do you want me to run with the No, no, I, I can go with mine, but okay. I just keep thinking, holy cheese. Like, <laughs> um, so mine, my, my muse, I didn't even have to get to the second page. Oh my. Immediately my muse jumped on what is unusual, which is the first question on that, that, you know, on that page is like, what is unusual about this? Um, the, the first answer was, well, all but one of the images seem to have a woman that is strikingly similar. This, this changes its, Ooh. yeah, yeah. But apparently it changed from a girl to a dude, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why, but, um, uh, yeah, so strikingly similar. The tintype, an outside shot, does not, and there is a gap between two people on a bench. They seem to be interacting slightly wrong. Wow. Wow, that's a compelling little bit of stuff you got out of that. Yeah, tell me about it. I was like, holy shit, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I told myself, the one thing I told myself was, do not make this a Fulton Hills thing. There you go. And, yeah, I don't know that I can do that. <laughs> because no matter where you go, there you are. Yep. yep. <laughs> so go ahead. What, what was your next question? Okay, so um, my next question was, how? And my right brain says, it was transported from a spaceship by aliens. <laughs> my muse is a dick. Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. So why? Okay, so I'm not going to go to the next question. What was your yeah, next thing? Me, okay. Um, so because the muse said interacting slightly dot 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 wrong with an under underlined wrong. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay, how wrong? Yeah, I got goosebumps when you said that. Yeah, it's like, but it, it just, it would make more sense if there was a third person. Beautiful. Yeah, that's all, that's oh. all that it said. And oh I was like, my. oh. And that, and that wasn't what I thought. I didn't even think of it. I just thought, oh my God. And I got these little goosebumps. And you know, never mind that the room's a little cold. This was not that. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> So oh. what was your next question? Okay, so my next question was, why? Why? Why would aliens, why would aliens? teleport a block of a, a, a cheese wheel? Why? Why would they? Why would they? Why would they beam it down? And my right brain says, because it is an alien disguised as something mundane and because the aliens want to discover Earth's weaknesses before invading. <laughs> And they're gonna discover it by being cheese. <laughs> I think cheese would be a weakness of of quite a few people on the planet. Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> your muse is so weird. Um. Okay, so my next question so was so all the same person? Why not the tin type? My answer was even oh. the photographer was quote shooketh. <laughs> My, my muse finds current vernacular funny. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, um, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay. So for some reason, in my head, for some reason, this person was there. They were all interacting. But for some reason, they didn't show up on the tintype. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn. And... Yes, and my, my my muse made suggestions Chief. that I'm going to keep to myself. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, about, for, for my yeah, because it's your story. But yeah. yes, my muse was going. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! 
Yeah. Yeah, but your muse is a is a My dick. Muse is a dick. He gave yes. you cheese <laughs> by alien. Yes. <laughs> Yes, my muse, my muse is is your cat Jeeves. Yes, yeah. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> okay, so then, so then, uh, uh, my final question in this, and the thing that made the story click for me, and that made me know the know the ending of the story, is this next question: Why a cheese wheel? The alien, the the aliens experts have identified the humble cheese wheel as something inert and non-threatening, but they failed to identify it as food. Oh my God! Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh and, yeah. And so, and, wow. Here's an interesting idea. Would we want to? write little flash fiction i'm just gonna say what mine was i i am okay i I might actually write it oh yeah i'm definitely writing mine (laughs) yeah but i'm gonna i am just gonna go through and say that this is the story that i got out of this as okay okay. well yeah and this is something we didn't mention from the worksheet too is that you just go on as long like until you get the idea for the story yeah so and um what I'm going to say, I'm going to go through the rest of my questions. There aren't too many more, okay. but yeah. So it's a leaving it. Even the photographer was shooketh. <laughs> so the next question is, so why didn't he show up? This is when it suddenly changed to a dude. Like it was a woman and then it was a dude. Um, it said the iron. The, the, the thing about tintypes is that it's inaccurately named. And I knew this because I I used to be really, really heavily into photography. Um, So I knew that a tintype, in the back of my fucking brain, way, way back there from, what, 10 years ago? Mm -hmm. I knew that a tintype actually was like a thin sheet of iron. Um, So he didn't show up because of the iron. And my muse said, it's not actually tin, it's iron, so he didn't show up. Wow. Yeah, I was like a couple of seconds and I went, iron? Yeah. <laughs> and it and... said, it repels everything about his type, even their image, reflection, and essence. Wow. There's uh, two more questions before okay. it finally got solidified. So I said, type? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Yeah. Whatever he is, he's obsessed with his image. Only the wealthy could afford older stuff. And that's true. All of, like, and, and apparently there was, like, the portrait paintings and stuff. The the paintings from, like, the 1600 plus. I know that the portraiture started in the 1600s. At least, I mean, this is from my own studies and stuff with, with art. If you guys know differently, feel free to correct me. I'm, I'm definitely not claiming to be an expert on any of these. But I know that portraiture picked up, it got wildly popular maybe in the mid to late 1600s, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. So, if this thing has been around since then, and he's obsessed with his image, you know, like all of this stuff started clicking in my head. Only the wealthy could afford the older stuff. That's very, very true. Especially, you know, daguerreotypes, which was, I think, the very first kind of picture yeah. that we ever had. Well, and, you know, oil paintings. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know, the lords and ladies. 
Yes, exactly, exactly. So um, the most recent, this is another thing that the muse just threw in after that. It says, the most recent is at least post-2000 because of the phone he's holding, but could be more recent considering, like, look at Mark who used to have an ancient phone even in his 30s. Right. Ooh. Um, and also he appears to be unaware it was taken. Yeah. Yeah, so my next question wow. is, someone found him out? No. Some ones. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, either a devoted group, lineage, or dot, 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 maybe it is one person, only one, that knows. Has known. Always. <laughs> all along. Not always. All along. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> okay, so you got a novel idea. Yeah. I got a flash fiction idea. And I'm just going to say here, I may end up writing this thing and putting it into one of my little flash fiction collections. Mm. Um, but the idea that I got for it was there is this invasion. And I actually have a, a, a story of aliens that I'm putting together as my second little flash fiction collection that I'm doing now. Um, that this particular alien invasion, alien invasion was stopped when uh, the cheese appeared at a banquet and um, was instantly or almost instantly slaughtered by the people who did, under did not understand what they were doing. And the folks up in their spaceship were certain that they had immediately been identified and found out and they moved on to another world and they would have been horrified to see these things eating well, their they people did. they did see him eat them him being eaten yes this is like straight up doug adams <laughs> that is some douglas adams shit right there that yeah. is amazing i love that yeah and that was that was just five minutes man that was i that... blew through that thing and within five minutes i had that whole story in my head and w when it's a 500 word story that is the whole story in your head mm -hmm. becky's yeah. is a freaking novel and <laughs> yeah mine mine took about probably about uh 15 minutes 10 to 15 minutes to write out mm -hmm. um because there is a certain amount of sitting there and listening waiting after you ask a question for the muse to be like oh oh this is why mm -hmm. you know um and this also kind of shows like the consistency of working too because if i'd have done this you know three weeks ago i would have probably gotten you know like your muse the paint on the wall yeah. i don't fucking know you <laughs> you've been ignoring me for so long go go to hell you yeah. know but since i've been slowly working and doing more stuff my muse is like okay finally i'm getting my attention there so it rewarded me with this stuff um the story i got was Whatever this dude is, it's it's going to fit into the Fulton Hills world because I have creatures that I have wanted to create. I have um, some flash, flash fiction I'm working on to world build, sell it to readers, and then it's also helped me build the world. Right. Um, this guy is definitely, whatever he is, he's going to be in this world. The person, I, I liked the idea of a group. I liked the idea of the lineage, but I liked the idea of there is a person because it doesn't say it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So it is a person who has known all along 
that this dude is not a dude and has somehow figured out a way to survive long enough to stalk him through centuries. I love that. Yeah. And that is, that is so cool for your Fulton Hills world, man. That is just, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah. I, I was, I was just like slammed by my, by my muse by this because this is not, this is not normal for me to immediately get something so cool. You know, sometimes you really have to work at it. And like, for instance, the cheese wheel. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had, you had to work at it and you have all of this experience. So your work is faster. You know, you know how to find the more interesting stuff, but, but for somebody who has less experience doing these things, it would have taken me a lot longer to figure out the fucking cheese wheel and why it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, my muse is a dick, but it is, it is a bizarre and, <laughs> and smart ass dick. And if you have learned how to work with a smart ass, you can in fact get some stuff done. And yeah. I just, I just happen to know how to deal with mine because we've been working together for a long time now. <laughs> yeah. Well, Muse is also vary from person to person. They're just like people. Yeah. Well, you know? they are. It is They're you. the other half of yourself. You know, yes. all these split brain experiments demonstrate that um, if if your right brain is one thing, your left brain can be something completely different. There was a guy who had the the surgery. We'll put we'll put the link to the corpus callosum stuff in there because we've yeah. talked about this before yeah but, but i yeah, just wanted ahead. to mention there was there was this one guy who his one side of his brain was deeply religious and the other side of his brain was an atheist oh wow yeah yeah that is so, really weird yeah. yeah so i mean these two parts of yourself are really really different parts and they don't share the same beliefs or anything so don't share the same way to, ways to communicate. Don't share the same, you know, interests. Don't look at the world the same way. Don't have the same likes and dislikes. Yeah. And yeah. The, the more you work as a writer, the more you're going to get in touch with both sides, honestly. Yeah. This is, this is just some amazing stuff. I love this stuff. But, yeah. but <laughs> my muse, the dick, <sighs> does have the direction that we go next if you want. Yeah. So the next part we're going to be doing, like we mentioned, is live. I have no idea what Holly's prompt is. I have no prompt for her yet, although one did pop up in my head just a second ago um, saying, oh, you want to be a dick? Here, I'm going to be a dick. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. So I we are going to do this live. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to cut down on the silence. So if you if you don't hear a lot of silence, that was for your benefit um <laughs> yeah where you're it, cutting out the dead space yes because yes, we're that actually for... going to sit here and think of our answers yes yes <laughs> okay i suppose i'm as ready as i'll ever be <laughs> okay well the first thing my muse suggested was a red rubber clown nose oh, you bitch. that's damaged you bitch damaged red rubber clown nose Okay, so ask me some of the questions, and I'll see which one my muse snags on. Okay, why does this clown nose in the room matter? Um, how did this clown... I already got the answer. You already got it? Wow. <sighs> because the clown is the hero. 
Oh no. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I hate this so much. Oh, I wish you could see her face. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So why don't you act as the person asking just random questions? Okay. Um, so why does this clown nose in the room matter? No, I already oh. said. Oh, you already yeah. got that. No, no, no. Don't don't ask the rest of the questions. Oh, okay. Just, just ask you a question. Okay, so yeah, cause, how so he's the hero. How can a clown be a hero? <laughs> okay, I like this. I like this. Um he he joined a group of clowns. Um party clowns for kids parties. And just loves his job, loves to make kids laugh, loves to make kids look at surprise. So apparently he also does magic. But he realized that the other clowns are in fact real clowns, meaning that they're evil. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, because all clowns are evil. <laughs> um, this entire group... My muse is saying something like one of the rules is that you never show up to the group out of out of costume. Mm. So my my instinct is why. Yeah, that's and a good instinct. Go with that. Yeah, so because they're not costumes. Oh god. Obviously. Yeah, my my muse is like being sarcastic here like duh bitch because they're not costumes. So so what are they? Yeah, this is giving me that killer clowns from outer space vibe, so I'm going to try to pull it back. Mm -hmm. um, the muse is telling me that they they have... The only thing about them that is fake are the red noses and the wigs. Okay. The the And, like, the, the, the clothing is to hide things. Ooh. The nose, the red nose is to hide things. The wig is to hide things. So... I'm assuming that this male human person that joined the the clown group is just a regular person and has somehow seen somebody out of costume. Okay. Now, my question is, do they know that he's not one of them? I, I think they do. They have a few other people in there that, yes, okay, so my muse is giving me the stuff now. They do know they have other people in there because they are hiding within this group and they created the group. They have a bunch of people in and and the the motto like they have this this plaque above the door that that says all this stuff about the rules and one of the things the reason they say never show up out of uniform is because the group is about clowning, the group is about the children, the group is about being a professional. So when you show up to work, when you show up to the group, you are your character. You are your clown. You never break that. You show up in uniform. That's yeah. a really good excuse. Yeah. And so they have a whole bunch of other human beings in there as well. It's a big group. It's it's kind of like this organization for clowns. God, I hate this fucking prompt. <laughs> Oh, I just got shivers thinking of this huge convention for clowns. I'm sure there are real conventions for clowns. That's why I got the shiver and I can't stand this. So I'm just going to say my muse is already, because I already have the idea. I already know he's going to, he does end up, my muse wants him to end up dying. 
The hero? But, yes. Okay. The hero dies, but in his death ends up revealing the truth about all of the monsters that I think are... are I don't like the word demon for them. Yeah. But they are creatures. I like creatures better. They're not aliens. I'm not going killer clowns from outer space with this. This is not silly at all. This is this is completely terrifying. Which, by the way, killer clowns from outer space still terrifies me. Um, but this would actually fit in your Fulton Hills universe. Oh, for fuck's sake, yes, it would. <laughs> no clowns. That's no, going to be my other there role. There you go. No, no aliens, no clowns. And, well, now my muse is like, you can't tell me no clowns. Aww. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know what the hell is with <laughs> Your this. Your muse is a bit of a dick, too. Yeah, apparently. Because it's liking this idea, even though I have literally, I have goosebumps on my arm. And it's not that cold in the house, because Tony won't let, if Tony is home, we have to have the heat on. <laughs> <laughs> she says sarcastically. <laughs> yes. Yes. Funny enough, though, if, if uh, during the summer, if that AC's off, I will become a whiny-ass bitch. So... <laughs> Yeah, I can't make fun of him without making fun of myself. Uh, yeah, so I actually am really liking this story. Um, they, they, but the the weird thing that my muse keeps saying is they don't kill the kids. Good. The kids are the victims, but they don't kill the kids. So what do they do with them? And you don't have to say that because you've already no. figured this out. Yep, yep, yep. So yep, I already know. And I have my thing, and this is my story, and I... Dude, was that even five minutes? No, and that was done in real time. That's <laughs> yeah, a, we didn't actually have to cut any silence. No. There's no silence to have to cut. Yeah. That was fun. See, so this this is the kind of stuff you can do. And if you've got writer friends, if you've got somebody that you can talk to, if you've got somebody that supports your writing, fuck, have them help you out with this. This is a writer's group game. Yeah. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Absolutely. If you get together with other writers, this is sit down with your worksheets and and <laughs> torture each other with your evil muses by throwing questions at each other that 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 so that you can do this. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, that was fun. Okay. Yeah, now so, it's your turn to be evil. Yeah, but I mean mine isn't even that evil because I'm sure your muse is gonna be like, ha ha ha, I can work around this. <laughs> <sighs> um, the first, the, the thing that had popped into my head to try to get back at you was slasher fic. Okay. Or like, like a slasher movie. Uh-huh. Do you have a, do you have any sort of an image that goes with that? I mean, an object Friday or something? Like a Friday the 13th kind of, you know, b but brandless. So what was in my head is like the, the, the slasher movies. Mm-hmm. But a brandless bunch, that's that's what's in there. Okay. So, like, the kind of movies you absolutely hate as you. Yes, as me. That make you jump, that you hate, that they have no plots, that all the characters are flat, all of that stuff. Yeah. That was what was in the room. Okay. And that dumped a teenage girl on the middle of the floor in front of me. Wow. Nice. Oh. Very fitting. Oh, my I love God. this. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have I have a the, the corpse of a teenage girl. <laughs> bloody and and dead in the middle of this this black room okay so um throw me a question um i'm gonna think one up okay well okay well 
Who who is she? Okay. Um okay, who is she? Who 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 is the girl? And what is she wearing? Okay. Uh we'll start with what she's wearing cuz what she's wearing might tell me something. Uh she is wearing a 1970s style um mini skirt with big those big platform shoes and uh um the goofy ass tunic top with the wide sleeves in polyester and it has a hippie pattern and the shoes have big purple flowers on them okay Ooh, I like. That. so she's a hippie the story is in the 1970s or if there's some sort of a a throwback movement currently for hippie clothes or whatever there is okay yeah well then it could be current um but she's a fan of the the hippie movement um and her throat is cut so i've got the the what a teenage girl and a cut throat mm -hmm. and she's wearing hippie clothes so what who does that make her and my brain says this is current right brain says so she is a current teenager in our time right now what is she hiding what is she hiding okay um oh she has a pistol shoved into the back of her skirt into the waistband of her skirt underneath that goofy tunic top tunic top she has a a little miniature um but very very professional pistol some some top quality gun yeah so much for the hippie shit. Yeah. All right. So she, ha, ha, so she's a cop. She is a cop oh. pretending to be a, a hippie so that she could be in with either this group or the school brain says group brain says there is a group that she was infiltrating. Not, it's not in school. It is a group. She was infiltrating brain says it's not drugs. Um, God. Oh my God. Brain says this is a, a, a human sex trafficking ring of teenage girls. Oh wow. And and she got found out. The 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 first corpse that I see there, she got found out and was killed. And there's your world. Holy there's your story crap. right there. <clears throat> yeah. Damn. That wasn't that got dark. Minutes. No, it also wasn't. See, and I knew, I knew if I threw this shit at you, you would just come away fine, squeaky clean, no problem. <laughs> Yeah, well, I hey. knew you wouldn't be able to, I wanted to stump you and make you think, oh, God damn it, I have to do a slasher. But nope, you didn't. <laughs> yep, yep. Because, well, I mean, it's it's probably got some slasher stuff in there. There are going to be yeah. a lot of bodies. <laughs> <laughs> but Okay, so, yeah. that oh, What we wanted to do if we had time and we have time mm -hmm. uh, was to do one together. Yes. So... I don't. I don't know. Let's. Um, do you want to start with the prompt? I have. I have a prompt. I had one already set up. It was oh, going yeah. to be your other if prompt. I, yeah. So, if I said no to the clown. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So this, this in the room there, the light went on first in this black room, and a black butter butterfly fluttered in and brought darkness with it. My muse says plague. Oh. Ho, ho. Wow. Okay. Um, my muse says the butterfly is actually a physical butterfly and is somehow connected to the plague. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 
my brain, oh jeez, my brain always does this with plague. My brain says that this is a scientific thing. That it was a mutated butterfly under study. Mm-hmm. Biological warfare. Yeah. And it's understood that this could lead to post-apocalyptic if it's not. Yeah, the, the, the end of the world. My brain says that this was a genetically engineered butterfly. Yeah. 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 So we were, we're both on the same Yeah, we're, yes, because right as there. you were saying, yeah. Biological warfare. Biological so. warfare, genetically engineered butterfly. Um, suppose, my brain says, this thing mm. is supposed to fit just in one area. It is, there are climate restrictions to where it can survive. There are plant restrictions to where it can lay its eggs. But because of horticultural um, problems. Or what is called the Jeff Goldblum state, um, nature will find a way. Nature will from find Jurassic a way. Park. Yes. Fucking yes. Um, that this, this is something that is going to get out. Yeah. 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 Plus, I mean, you can't control how the human body, just because you've done studies. You haven't tested every single human body is what my, my mind is saying. So it's not just the butterfly that gets out. It's also it, it, the butterfly. Nature has found a way to spread the butterfly. Mm -hmm. Nature will also find a way by introducing different people, introducing different, because within the culture that it's supposed to eradicate, there, it, it spreads out. So my muse is saying that it gets to different cultures that have different things, that have different biological you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, my, my brain is right with you on that. My brain says this thing was genetically engineered to target a specific group of people. That yes. it was using biomarkers. And the people who created the thing thought they had isolated a unique biomarker for this group that they targeted. And they failed to follow through and check broadly. And there yeah. is a biomarker that is similar enough to it that is massively widely spread oh see i was thinking jump. something i was thinking something a little bit different i was thinking that they, they didn't do enough studies so as we said the butterfly ends up surviving outside of the environment that it, it should have mm -hmm. but it doesn't necessarily go all the way outside so so it 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 came out just a little bit of that area and then the the people who don't have the exact same diet Mm -hmm. as this one specific culture Ooh. some of them got infected and then through that it started to spread through humans but see since we're two different writers and two different ideas we've got this is why <laughs> collaborations don't work out sometimes right it's because you've got a different way you want to go with it. at this point we have just decided to devise two separate books from yes. the same idea yes and it did not take five minutes no no and we're already yeah so <laughs> so do you want to come up with an idea yeah yeah we could do one more okay. um okay there is a mirror underwater Ooh. that combines one of your obsessions with one of mine yeah my mirror your water yeah okay all right oh, okay the mirror is beautifully beautifully created uh and it has withstood fifteen thousand years 
under the ocean. Uh, wow. So my mind said both aliens and Atlantis, and now it's saying that we are not the original inhabitants of this planet, despite... That's why, that, that's why we can't find the link. The missing link between the, the ancient hominids and us. This is the answer to that missing link. All right. My, Holy shit, what the fuck? <laughs> my mind now, because I know Tom Vetter, <laughs> oh, brings yeah. in a bathysphere because he was one of the guys on the Trieste 2 and discovered a whale skeleton. He was the original discoverer of the discoverer of the first whale skeleton under the ocean, way way down at the bottom. Got pictures of it and everything. I need uh, to buy his book. I keep forgetting oh, about totally that. And we'll do. link that. He's, we'll link that in the notes. Tom is so cool. But anyway, anyway, they this it wasn't Tom who went down to find this, but there is a bathysphere experiment going on, and they go down and the dust. At the very bottom of the ocean, they got down really, really far, perhaps the farthest that anyone has ever gotten down, and it blows the dust away, and this mirror is just lying there, and they use their little manipulative thingies, and they pick it up, and it's small enough to fit through that tiny little tube they've got, and they bring it inside, and over to you. What is it about the mirror, aside from the fact that it survived? At massive, massive, massive pressures. Yeah, that is a that is incredible amount. Well, you said fifteen thousand years underwater. Yeah. Plus the pressure, Plus so they the can't pressure. they can't they can't date it yet. No, they don't know it's that old. But it ain't made of glass. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Because it can't, it couldn't have withstood that that pressure. Well, I mean, it might have because it didn't have any oxygen with it, and I'm sure, you know, if it were were gold and, and there was some sort of really good thing, but if it had a flaw or any little air in it or anything, I think yeah, it would have been crushed. crushed. Yeah. Well, I mean, your muse said it's not, it's not made yes, of glass. Yes, my muse said it's not made of glass. I'm thinking, my, my muse is thinking that when they touch it, they've become infected with something. Oh, you're mean. Okay, so it's. <laughs> I just. <laughs> okay, All but right. it could be magic. It could be anything. I don't know. It just said it's infected. Yeah, well, we've involved the navy at this point, so yeah. um, I'm I'm going to say yes. They are infected, but it is infected by the scientific whatever it is that the mirror does. The mirror does not reflect images. It well, it reflects images, but it doesn't reflect reflected images it reflects images from something else or someplace else and it is a device for controlling things from a distance so they are wow. infected by it, it it comes alive when somebody touches it it wakes back up it's been asleep for 15,000 years so it's reflecting regular images until he until he touches yep. it or her yep 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 and then it comes it wakes up and and what does it do to him? What does it do to him? Well, you said that it controls other things. Yeah, it controls other things. But what does it do? I mean, what what is its objective? I'm thinking, well, I don't know that. But my mind, when you said it controls other things, in my mind, when he picks it up, 
he's thinking about it reminded him of something else of maybe his kid or something that he misses and he's holding the mirror and as he picks it up he's thinking about whatever it is he's thinking about and then he suddenly vanishes from the from the ship with the mirror in his hand appears at the house and immediately explodes and the mirror is in his house wow. because he would explode from the from the pressure well, he would well not explode no. internally internally the difference in pressure would kill him that the immediate difference in pressure that's why they have to go up slow right right so so, so being, what happened again because i'm i'm trying to figure out where the the pressure changes from from them being from immediately he's under underwater okay N people have to go up super slow yeah, exactly. or they'll die yeah they get the bends if they don't go up slow enough and it that kind it of transported so, him yeah oh and he, crap and it didn't even do it correctly for the human body oh that's bad so he was thinking about his kid he immediately gets transported to his kid and dies oh i'm sorry that's what my muse came up with i don't like it any more than you oh. do that poor motherfucker yeah and the poor kid too yeah and the poor the kid mirror there yep oh where the kid could touch it yep oh Oh boy. Okay. Well, that's that's a whole bunch of ideas, right yeah, there. I, yeah, from... I think we're good because you want to take it somewhere else, and I would definitely not want to write this. Yeah. One. <laughs> no, I'm running away too. I'm going. No, no, I can't. I can't do that. I can't. That's not. That's a mean, mean story. So, but yeah, that's that's a real story there, and that's got some real depth and stuff to it, and yeah. not even in the punny sense of depth. Um, no. <laughs> So, yeah, um, I guess that has been our episode. Uh, we got to do a lot here, and we definitely hope that you have enjoyed it. So what is the takeaway for this episode? Uh, the takeaway is to just kind of relax, put yourself in the room, allow your brain to throw questions at you that don't make sense and that are weird and that are offbeat and that don't follow a linear progression. You know, we have some starter questions in the worksheet for you. But once your brain starts throwing stuff at you, just be willing to chase it. You can see how very, very far we got from, uh, for example, a black butterfly that brings darkness. Um, we ended up at the bottom of the ocean in a bathysphere with a magic mirror. No, no, that was completely different. Oh, okay. Which one, do, which one was that? The mirror in water. Oh, the mirror in water. Right. Okay. So, yes, you can see how far we got from, from just a prompt to a, a completed idea or a deep rich compelling idea for uh, a number of short stories and then a couple of you know let's be real novels yeah just from just from these tiny tiny little exercises and one tiny space in one tiny world this this is the power of world building yeah because that that butterfly that brought darkness with it i'm thinking series yeah oh my god yes you could run with that that's that is a massive world that is just waiting to be slightly detailed and then follow to detail at a time as you write the fiction so that you don't overbuild so yeah and that's actually something that's a lot of that a lot of what we've discussed here today when it comes to putting depth into 
your work, um, if you have found value from what we have done today, you can do the same thing with the freebie. And the course itself is it's actually the clinic. It's the world building. Um, how, how, what Create is it called? Create a world clinic. Create a world clinic. Yeah. And it is under $10. So if, if you find yourself wanting to do more, go snatch it up. We'll have a link to it in the show notes. That one will be an affiliate link, but you can always just go to hollyswritingclasses.com forward slash shop, or I think it's Holly shop. I don't know. If you, if you go to hollyswritingclasses.com, you'll see the shop link. Up in the header. And yeah, and, and get, you know, pick it up and you can go into depth, but not too much depth. <laughs> there's, there's a lot to this. There's, uh, let me see. If you get it, you get the class you get the the actual bunch of lessons it's like 70,000 words something mm -hmm. like that yeah, it's around 70,000 words of lessons yeah and you get the classroom you get um the videos there's like a whole bunch of videos yeah. of actual demonstrations of you doing this stuff yeah um and the worksheets the downloadable printable worksheets mm -hmm. uh yep. for just all kinds of different things that you can do beyond this because <laughs> seriously yeah. this is just the five minute freebie this is yeah and we've done an hour's worth of work off of a five minute freebie um and some of the stuff didn't even take an hour some of it was just us you know creating off the cuff i mean it's it's a great prompt and if you've got the ten dollars and you want to go deeper buy the how um the create a world clinic yeah yeah that's what i would definitely say i mean it's it's a fantastic I love all of the clinics, to be honest. I think the language clinic is my favorite just because I w it was so far from, from what I have ever done. But yeah, um, we will be uploading our demos. So uh, if you w want to use the worksheet, you'll, I will have a link in the podcast description as well as on alonewithinvisiblepeople.com. You will have links to the freebie and our demos will be available at alonewithinvisiblepeople.com. Although you've heard them, if you want to take a look at what they look like, good luck reading my handwriting. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah. I, my demo was only is only just this one page. Yeah, me yeah. too. Okay, okay, cool. Me well, too. Yeah. we'll just we'll just upload them and yeah. um, we didn't that way write down stuff for all the worlds we did live. So there's no there are no, no demos no. for those. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it for today. I hope that you had fun. I hope that you do this yourself. Feel free to absolutely 100% share with us. The best place to share is on the forums for sure. It is hollyswritingclasses.com. You create a free account. If you don't already have one, you get the how to write flash fiction for uh, that doesn't suck for free. You also get free stuff from the Summer of Fiction and access to the community, which is the biggest, the biggest thing that I think that you get out of thehollyswritingclasses.com and you just find our podcast forum go in there and share what you got share if your muse is a dick too or if your muse <laughs> was like mine where it just gave me fucking gold i mean i to me in my opinion and what i like to read and write this first thing that it gave me with the tintype the dagger type all of the pictures the oil paintings from the 1600s this thing is amazing to me that is I love oh, that this. was amazing to me too i get goosebumps thinking about it and i want to read the book yeah, I, I'm definitely, yeah, this is definitely getting written. So, um, yeah, go into the forums, share with us what you've done. Find somebody in the forums that you want to play with, you know? Like, that sounded wrong. <laughs> Find somebody in the forums that you want to do this exercise with. There you go. So, yeah, I'm just going to say, before I say anything else inappropriate, I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you for listening. We love you guys, yeah, and we, we will see you next week.
Holly? Yes. Just just trust your muse to answer questions in ways that amaze you and trust your muse to get better at this the longer you do it and the more the more you try this tiny little exercise and expect to be surprised. And we'll see you soon.